Lovely. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone out there in cyber world. We are doing it up here on Thank You Surfing. It is Thursday, not Friday. No. We're day early. I know. Tomorrow's Good Friday. I'll be flying home to New York, so we're uh, getting into this one That's day why. early. I got it. And we are now on episode 12. 12. Today is March 29th, episode 12. Come on in. Special guest today. Special guest. Some shoppers coming in. Getting in on all the deals. Wait, we don't they, have any deals. They like this. Look, them checking out some other board shorts. I don't blame them. That's a good rack over there. It's a good board short store. We have board shorts, people. So uh, today is, yeah, March 29th, episode 12. We are live from South Beach, Miami. Doing things in what is probably one of the most active marches of surfing that I remember around here yes. in a long time. I'm going to just dive right into it, Bradley. Yeah, you, you know, jump right I, in. We're yeah. not taking things casual. We're about two hours late from starting this thing. We are moving. Yeah, we went from intro into weekly happenings, I guess. Right, and we're done. See you guys later. Okay. No. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, we've been having some waves. So, yeah, we had so, a little. We had some waves today. All right, so uh, weekly haps is our time to get into what's been going on in the neighborhood, in the hood. What is good? Well, spring I mean, break's in effect. Spring break is kind of eased out. We've got the winter music crowd. Well, well, those guys are just wrapped up this past weekend. And we have now the local kids' spring break. Oh, that's all the true. ones, not the out-of-towners, college kids. Now Miami we have Dade kind of, spring right, break. All the Miami Dade spring breakers. By um, the way, I, I'm Rudy Dubois. Today's uh, guest. There he is, yeah, Rudy. We, we really actually let's go back to the intro of this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. We, oh, kinda, we like skipped right back yeah. into weekly haps, but uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. This will help us uh, look at all the social media for Thank You Surfing. Check out thankyousurfing.com. I'm Brad Wells of thankyousurfing.com. I'm Christian De La Iglesia of First Surf Shop as well as Division Winwood. And our special guest for this week. Rudy Dubois at rudydubois.com. And uh, Rudy, give uh, the people a little bit of intro oh, you to are. yourself. Uh, what are you here to represent? I'm here to represent the individual, no, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Rudy Dubois, photographer, born and raised in Miami. Left at an early age, but like all of us, we're still here. How long have you been surfing? How long have I been surfing? I grew up off and on on the board, really religiously, I would say for the last five years. Nice. And I, and I ask that only because you kind of give a little bit more of a, a fresher perspective yeah. in coming into it, because you're how old? 33. Exactly. So it's never too late. It really isn't like, yeah. you know, it, whether right. you've connected with it at one point in your life and disconnected and, and you're saying, oh, my God, I can't get back into it. I'm so old. God, I've heard that so many times. It's just like you're not dead. You're yeah. not old. A big <laughs> you know, group of my friends surfed when I was young. I, was, I, I rode BMX from, let's say, 14 to I was like 26. Like that was the, the, the mecca of my life. That's all I did. BMX, BMX. And in that time, you know, some BMXers surfed and we all went out, whatever, but it was never serious. Not till, yeah, not too long ago. Maybe I was 29. And the last three years have been like one-to-one -one with my craft, which I'm a photographer. It's just like right there. You can't do one without the other. It's like the physical outlet, which is nice. You know, you, you put it and you give it that much praise, it gives back to you. Awesome. And I want to tap on more of that once we get into it. Of course. Um, That's quite an intro. Yeah. yeah, that is such a good intro. So definitely. 
keep tuning in because Rudy's got some uh, words of wisdom in store for sure. It's exciting. Um, Yeah, so I guess um, back to Weekly Haps. Um, We've got Malaka's paddle out. Got uh, Malaka's paddle out coming on Monday. On Monday. Um, Actually, his dog was just in the shop. His dog was just here. That was Uh, pretty heavy. Um, It's kind of good to see the dog. Oddly, yeah, you know, it's 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 a continued, uh, you know. There's, I'm a big believer about energies and the sharing of them, and it's it's not just human-like. It's right, we feel it in animals as well. And uh, Malaka and and his dog really shared Inca, which is his dog is great because yeah. Malaka was pretty much Inca Indian like I am, um, and and you know, it's it's almost a, a real physical entity energy that you get to still almost speak yeah. to that shared so much time and 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 spirit with another person that you that you've cared for and so it's nice to see um inca cruising around and still being a part of the process um you so know it, say, that's nice. it, it's it, not like that was not coincidence in my like heart no in my yeah. mind that no. is no the fact that the dog's still here at the surf shop right. just be, it's still right. it's kind of cool yeah uh, I think it reaffirms yeah. those things that you kind of know already in your in your heart and your soul when you yeah. when you meet po- people yeah. and those connections that we we get to create and we yeah. feel um, that sometimes beyond words yeah. um, and then you get to see it in animals and, and truly animals are just the most amazing beings of love and, and right. just in the sharing of Especially energy dogs. in itself yeah dogs <laughs> so cool. I mean we're, we like cats cats are yeah. fine too but they're you know they're their own breed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nonetheless, yes, we have Malaka's Paddle Out coming up on Monday, this yep. Monday, another couple of days at 6 p.m. over at the 3rd Street Lifeguard Tower. Um, that's kind of the meeting point at that time. And then from there, we'll be going and, and paddling yeah, out accordingly when everybody mm-hmm. shows up. Yeah, and so if you guys don't have boards, I'm guessing you can come to the shop. Absolutely. Swing by the shop, first come, first serve. Just got to leave an ID, grab yeah. a board, whether it's a paddle board, a surfboard. We should, we'll have a bunch of them here. Uh, if you want to participate and join us, absolutely. Even I know if they'll you be. Just want to be in the sand. You know, right. That's there's nice. gonna there's gonna be there's plenty of people, people there. Together as possible. Right. right. There's gonna be yeah. plenty of people that don't paddle out. Yeah. Sharing that energy on the yeah. shore as well. So Water's please come cold. by. And if you've never <laughs> seen a paddle out before, like even if you didn't know Malacca, like I think it'd be nice if you came down and just saw what happens in these sort of ceremonies. Right. It's it's beautiful. It's kind yeah. of a thing to behold in and of itself. Right. Um, even if you didn't know the person, it's very, very moving sort of ceremony. Yep. I agree. I think anytime you have the ability to kind of get around this collective energy of people that are kind of sharing it in the same direction, mm-hmm. it's moving. It's yeah. powerful. You I know? Uh, when when Bird passed, I saw his. Cer- I was in the hospital during his ceremony. Oh wow! So I saw the whole ceremony on Surfline. Oh wow! Like the whole act. I was right. sitting there in ICU. Mrs. There as well, and watching the whole entire ceremony happen on wow. Surfline. Yeah, I took wow. photos of it on my computer. It's cool. It was, it was like, even from my perspective, it was like, oh, wow. In a complete different perspective. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Was, That's amazing. That was my experience. Well, we're, we're glad you, you made it through that and you're, bat- <laughs> yeah. and you're here with yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it's unfortunate that, we, that we've lost a couple friends like that. But, yeah, it's on Monday, as you said, and that's going on. Um, uh, past that, if you guys happen to be in Wynwood, tomorrow we're uh, doing um, a mystery tattoo with is 
with uh, Ami James and our Liberty City Tattoo this Company out of craziest, Division Winwood. What does that mean, Mr. Tattoo? <laughs> right. Craziest well, concept. Well, it, like it's that. just funny. So uh, they get Facebook involved and they go Facebook Live and they have people that are willing to go ahead and get kind of any tattoo that they really don't know what it's going to be. Like dick and on the forehead? It could be. All right, just Anything. Like, like Richard dick, on, dick the on the forehead. Yes. Richard <laughs> on the forehead. Hey, kids. Richard. Okay. Just words. Uncle Rudy doesn't mean it, kids. It's just words. Earmuffs. Um, but aside that, yes, it, it, they leave it up to Facebook viewers to kind of go ahead and they say, this person, I want to see this tattoo. That person sitting there has no idea what tattoos oh, are picking no. through. And then they literally go sit down and they're videotaping. Watch it. We're videotaping, really, because this is on videotapes. Yeah. They're filming. So we've got our camcorder out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they're filming and they're they're just kind of doing this and this person's getting a tattoo and they're they're seeing whatever it is that's supposed to come happen right there in front of them. So anyways, we'll have some drinks, we'll have some food. Starts at 7 p.m. 519 Northwest 26th Street. Uh, if anything, look up Division Winwood on Instagram. You'll find the address there. Swing by 7 p.m. Free drinks, free food. I'll Check be it there. out. I'll oh, be there. What a plug. Mustache will be Pretty there. Pretty interesting. What a plug. I like yeah. that. Good. All right, so moving forward into the report slash forecast. Yeah. Uh, let's go into the report. Yeah. We've had waves. Okay. It's been kind of like the springtime transition, east windswell kind of time. Uh, usually coincides with spring break. Thank so, you, surfing. <laughs> yeah, for real. We've had some waves. Thank you, nature. Yeah. yeah. This March has been pretty stellar uh, as it goes for surfing in South Beach and really all of the East Coast, I guess. Um, unfortunately, it looks like... That was that's, it. That's, that's it? it? That was the run? Yeah. So, you mean I, so I didn't surf in the last two days. I'm done skis. Yeah. So, well, you uh, might get a little something in the morning, but... Um, that was it. It's looking like uh, we're heading into a downward trend for the next week. Wah, and, wah, um, wah. You know, it, it's typical this time of year. We're Man, coming Miami's into spring. Miami's one of those where when it goes... Uh, there's no ease fun. in the transition. Yeah. It just goes right off the cliff. Yeah. It's like spectacular. And then like you show me flat. a little bit. You can't have any. No. That's it. That's, it. You're that's, done. A, that's a photographer talking to you right it's there. Like, it, oh. it is hot chick syndrome every day. It's yeah. one of those like, hot chick, I want you, I want you, I want you. All of a sudden... No. Uh, you know, my, the warm water, it's clear, it's nice. Yep. So we're getting into skiing. It looks like a. I'm I mean, everyone's skiing. It seems like this time of year, that's the Miami thing to do. Everyone goes skiing. There's must, be, uh, must be nice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, actually, the, I've barely seen snow. The yeah. same storms that have uh, been making the snow are yeah. So the snow out west, uh, the jet dipped down and uh, got into snow into Colorado. Mm. And those same storms are kicking off the East Coast and making waves for us. Fine, so, you guys get snow, we'll get surf, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get a real good spring snow session, probably want to go to Colorado or maybe Montana, Northern yeah. Idaho. Those are all places that have been getting dumped on. British Columbia as well. Anyway, that's the snow nerd in me coming out. Uh, that is not the forecast for surf. That is a forecast for snow. I don't know how you guys. I mean, you ruined us. It. He said there wasn't much coming on, so let's yeah. bring on the snow. Yeah. You know the good thing about like surfing in in uh, Miami Oops, is that sorry. if you're an avid surfer and it affects you, you have a lot of free time outside of surfing because you don't get much, and we could develop other skills. Things Miami people say. And that, that's like. <laughs> 
I mean, indirect, in, indirect. Really? It's this kind of like a luxury a little bit. Because if I lived in California, fuck, I'd get nothing done. You know, I'd be in the water. All the f- yeah, people I say. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like that's, that's the, the same argument. thing. Was like in Hawaii because uh, I, you know, when I nah, lived there, it was like it was like an ease. There was an ease where you're just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just sur- I'll just surf on that day, and it's uh, like you get stuff done. It would take a year. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it took me about that. There is a transition period. If I to California tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, you're turbo dummy. Yeah. Or you're out there and I'd you're making things by, happen. You know, county line, mm-hmm. I'd been, I'd been All down day, south. Yeah, yeah, it didn't even matter. And it would take, it would, yeah. it would affect the income. Yeah, for a little while. And yeah. then you realize, actually. How about the traffic? I'd shoot photos like, of so like sunsets and shit. That was be it. <laughs> <laughs> the sunset out of the van or something like right. that. How many like times? Your toes you hanging oh, out so the back of the van. you're really going to go California yeah. style. You'd like have a van and like basically retire. I would think. No, I mean, I don't know about that, but I would think that go- the little time that I spent out there in the small doses, you're like, get the fuck out of here. What do you mean? Like, I could surf whenever I want. You know, and it's not like I just not this have, winter, a, not I have a thruster. You know, I got the log, you got the mid length, you got the, whatever. You got a quiver. You're like, well, what do you, I just got to drive an hour and I'm going to catch a wave. That's like, kind of cool. Costa Rica, you can do the same thing too. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. but Costa Rica. There's nothing else going down. Well, listen, I will beg to differ because I feel like Costa Rica's got a lot of the first world amenities. What? Oh my God, you're gonna lose it! It's got all the first world amenities. It has all the first world amenities. I mean, where can you watch the the contest in Fiji while you're feet up next poolside with the Uh, waves breaking right behind you as you're drinking a dark and stormy? Anywhere. Oh yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. You can in Costa Rica now. It's not cheap. From what they tell me, it's not cheap. It depends on how you go. I got you. This, this right. is this is an argument for another time, right. boys. Move on. Let's get back to the facts here, please. Weekly, can we weekly? Uh, yeah, hats. surf report. So we're, there's flat people. It's we're done. it's yeah. The waves have, have other hobbies. Yeah, basically <laughs> do something else probably for the next. Hey, this week. is cool because this That's is fine. That's how it goes. Like one of the topics that we have going on so, here yeah. is is building your own surfboard or fucking around with with other things. And so Miami, you uh, that is our next topic. That, we have that luxury building your own bit. surfboard, where you say like, "Fuck, we can't surf. What else do we do? We think about surfing, right? We're like, ah, I'm thinking about surfing, and in that process, you're like, you know, you start doing shit, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm someone that's curious, so I get, I'm like, well, I don't wanna fuck around with all. You're like fix, fixing ding repair, or you break the tail on a board. You're like, what the fuck do I do with this crap? And you take it from there, but. And that's a, a short-winded answer or, or perspective. So that's how you got into it? No, not really. So it was like, like the, how did I how did I get into shaping okay, boards? So the idea is really here, building your own surfboard. I see. Yeah. There's and not many people out there that have actually gone through the process of really making a board from scratch. A little DIY doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, lots of people have like mucked around doing a ding repair. But you, you Some people have gotten very proficient at doing ding repairs. But the idea of actually taking a, a, a blank or even like an old board and stripping yeah. it down and having a, a raw piece of foam and saying, I'm going to make this piece of foam into a surfboard. I Which made. is a much cheaper way of doing it. Well, I mean, uh, you can't, no. you know, I would no, argue, really I would, take, taking would, the board apart. I would argue you just buy a surfboard off yeah. the rack is the cheapest way. Well, well I'm just saying, if you were going to go between taking a board, peeling off the, uh, the, uh, the glassing and being able to go ahead and reshape it how you want to versus actually buying the foam blank and, and the materials to be able to do so, which one would be cheaper? Uh, probably the materials. Oh. Really? 
Maybe I gotta think. Instead like, of taking I, the I, glassing off no, and just like, reshaping the board, it's just the work would be more. I, I like the fact I do usually do it that way, where I upcycle an old board. That's just it's like another add-on I think, to it. I think upcycling as your first project is a very good idea, especially like something that's broken because the first board you make, you're gonna screw well, up. You know, so bad. Or, or you might as well with you if you're alone. If you're not alone, not like, mattering. We can let in. Like I want to lean into this conversation a little bit through the perspective of. I don't think people oddly think outside the box, right? So if you're a surfer, you just want to surf. And I can't blame people for not being inquisitive or, or even considering the thought of shaping their own board. I just think it doesn't even go in their head. Right. Really? Yeah, I, I think it's that simple. Now, I also think people consider the thought of, oh, it'd be, f like I did it based off, like it's expensive to, to buy a board off somebody I'd want to buy a board off. If it's a Tyler Warner or Birch or like, Elmore, any of these guys, boards are 800 bucks, $1,200, right. and these boards are expensive. Uh -huh. So you yeah. say to yourself, like, this is, this didn't happen at day one. This happened like. No, it's like right? a board. And, and I'm going to lean into oh, it, I'm going to twist it around <laughs> and bring it back. But just to talk on the topic on, on the regular surfer, I look at all the people that come in the shop, I, I think there's a big percentage of them that don't even consider the thought of shaping their own board. It's not even, they're like, they wouldn't even know where to start. And it's not that complicated. It's, hydro, it's so hydro, complicated. It, it, there's, hydrodynamics is not complicated. In the sense of shaping your own board, I don't Says think so. It's basic. It's, it, <laughs> uh, anything surfs. Uh, uh, they surf TVs, you know, like a flat board would surf in the right wave. To get a board to do what you Flat's want it good. to do, it gets more complex. You know, things change. Okay. But you could Google you hydrodynamics <laughs> in surfing, and they'll give you the 101. Okay. It, there's no extremes. If you don't do any extremes, then things are going to work. You know, well, it, not to get into the depth, but I just think okay, that. Okay, fine. I'll give you that one. I think that there's a big majority of the population. You don't even, they don't even think about it. They don't, they don't even thought about, like, where, how would I start doing the research of it. It's, well, I mean, that, I mean, that kind of, I guess, could be applicable to so much, and it, I guess it depends on the, 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 the dating, if you will. Like, I mean, uh, let's go back 20 years, you know, and let's say technology wasn't as available, i.e. Google mm -hmm. and being able to research things. Because I yeah. know that 20 plus years ago when I started doing ding repairs, and it was kind of purely out of that love of wanting to go ahead and feel the rails and the curves on boards and yeah. to mind surf as you're fixing a board and you're kind of feeling it out, you know. And that's how I got into ding repairs. Where I went to Bird Surf Shop up in North Miami and Dave Hahn, who's doing all the ding repairs, I brought him an old Diffender for that I found at the tra in a trash can at the Fountain Blue because I was working beach concessions. I'm like, who threw this away? Yeah. And it was like full D-Lamb. And I'm like, hey, how much to fix this? And he's like, well, ain't worth it, kid. You know, it's like it's way too much work and money because, yeah, and as I found out because I decided I was going to fix it myself, I bought some material and I kind of just went through it. I peeled it off and I laid the glassing and all that stuff and kind of, you know, back then, J JC, John Carper had a couple VHS videos on... I, and I still have the ding repair one. There was one to, for ding repair, and there was one how to shape a board. And airbrushing. Oh, I didn't, oh, that. I didn't see that man. one. And, and I totally kind of learned off of that, basically. And it was just trial and error, right? So it was before that anything could give you that much of how it was supposed to be. And asking questions was just not possible. It no. It was just like, not even ask close. questions, you're crazy. Because you really want to look like that donkey? No and, and there was no one even to ask right. in my case. So, so, so John Carper VHS was like, 
Dude, it was Shaping so good. Shaping 101, it was glassing so 101, good. airbrushing 101. It. it was so good. It was so detailed, and he was like, and the way that he spoke was just like, you. it was inclusive. Like, you're like, oh, okay. I can, and, and it was exactly that. And then I realized as I was sanding this whole thing, I was just like, A, you know, make sure you monitor how much resin you put on there, because the more that you put on there, the more you, you have to sand. <laughs> and B, large amounts of areas suck. You know, yeah. and I could see why he was going to charge so much in regards to labor. But those are those things that you learn mm -hmm. along the way. It's that yeah. process in that DIY. Do it yourself. yourself. DIY. God, yep. I've been getting that wrong. And um, I'm glad we talked about this. I was, I was in a DIY project yesterday at the yeah. house with a yard that oh, was just yeah. like, in theory, you're like, oh, I'll just rake the grass. I'll throw the rocks down. <laughs> everything be easy. What could go wrong? And then all of a sudden the process takes two days and all of a sudden my, bot, my back is shot and you're like, wow, I'm not young anymore, am I? And you're, <laughs> I really but, you know, you, but, right. I, but, you, but you learn things through it. And, but there yeah. is that tangible accomplishment and that feeling of just like, I did this, you know, yeah. no matter how bad it was or whatever it is, I did this. And then you're saying, cool, I'm going to try that next one. And whatever I get, cool, I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to carry on. Yeah. And so going back to these guys from your Tyler Birch and all these other guys that do phenomenal stuff, I remember hearing a shaper once say, like, you're not going to get a good shaper's board until he's done at least 20,000 under, under his belt, you That's, know? Yeah, I mean, it's just like the hours that you put into anything to be good at anything. I, and I, that's that's the repetition that you need to shape boards well. So, I think that you can you can go into the shape shop and mow out some foam, and it'll work for you maybe. And like I've got a whole quiver of boards that I've like mowed out myself with my brother in like my parents' garage, and they probably don't work for anybody else other than like my feet. And it's because like I did it, I did it purposefully for what I thought I could surf like, and they That's, suck for most other people. I think here's but an I, interesting. But I surf them okay, I think. And here's an interesting concept in the three and just understanding our, our backgrounds in a little bit. You have someone that's been surfing since he was a young kid, got into the surf industry super young, did ding repairs, but never attempted to even shape a board. Like I've, I've kind of thought about it, whatever, but I never got into it. You know, you got into it at an earlier age, did it for a little while and then kind of stepped away. And Rudy, you kind of got into surf, you were into surfing, got into a little bit more passionately relatively recently and jumped into it as well. You know, I, I have a, a big yeah, so construction how background. Wait, well, how did, so the idea of going surfing is hard. To learn how to surf is really hard. And then to decide somehow that you're gonna to try to craft the, the thing that's under your feet yourself yeah. is like well, really And you made a great point earlier bizarre. in regards to the type of people shaping the type of boards well, and why. Uh, the cool thing is I got an interesting group of friends. I've always, I've been, I guess I'm lucky to have the same group from an early age. They're artists and they're fully involved in crafts and great surfers. And who, they know the, the, the history of surfing very well super educated where I just know it through them like I just kind of like go off the people that I know and and that's how, how I got into surfing so I got into surfing more through that avenue where my good friends talk so highly about something I got to give it a good go you know I got to get out there I love the water you know, I love the beach you know my girlfriend loves the beach like oh, let's go and in that process you pick the right boards you know they tell you hey you want to know what here, take this board. It's going to be a little easier for you to surf. And then you make that connection. Huh. And I think 
the right board for the right wave is so important, especially if you're a novice, you know, if you don't have too much surf experience. Right. Then you can actually stand wow. up and get that. You surf. You're not out there fucking trading water. And in Miami, we don't have much of a wave all the time. So when you go out there, it's usually cha, you know. But nonetheless, you make that connection and you're, and you're like, oh, and hopefully you're, you're altered like all of us. It's the way surfing is a part of us. And it, it has dips and valleys, but it is. So let's just say, fast forward, buying a couple boards, surfing, really geeking out. And I'm a, I'm a very studious dude where I go deep. When I go in, I go in. You know, like I, I don't do many other things. I, I'm a photographer by trade, by, excuse me, by occupation. I do a lot of, you know, I'm very big into building, you know, always playing around with friends in, in that, in that regards where we're creating constantly. So I, I have a full set of tools. You should you see know? his origami set. It's amazing. <laughs> I got a, I got a good uh, sense of, of building. <laughs> so you're like, I got a, these old crappy boards, you know, laying around the house. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with these craps? And I look at all these. And the internet's great. The internet's to our favor. You say when you were young, you didn't know who to come. And now I'm like, well, what type of surfing do I like? Well, I know what I like. Or, or more, say, more so, I know what I don't like in surfing. And I know what I like. Well, I'm gonna. What do they surf? I'm like, oh, those those are pigs. That longboard's a pig, or oh, that's an edge board. Oh, what does he surf? Andorini? What? That's a vaquero? Is that a hole? What does a hole do? Then you could. You I, this I go up. deep. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what is a hole? What is a triplane hole? What's a hydro hole? Oh, what's a, what does concaves do? What does the ratio between, you know, nose rocker and tail rocker? Why do you have a ratio? When do you need that? And you start. Oh, what is volume? Where, is vo where should volume be at? What is a diamond tail? What is, you know, like you start, you start, uh, that's naturally how I do it. Okay, I mean, it's full, it's full on mad scientist. So, so I'm, I'm yeah, so, so, let me just stop you there for a second, okay. because that's a not a very, like, uh, I would think, normal approach or traditional approach uh, to how most people go surfing. First off, they didn't have like a crew of people that they are around. I got that so, were, I got the wild punch for my like, boys are wild. Well, right. So they we, we got the creative you. boys things. are wild. And like you said something really important, which is like the right board for the right wave. Yeah. Man, like so many people miss that in so many sports, whether it be snowboarding or surfing yeah. or yeah, even right fishing. Yep. You know, like having the right tool for the right job is and I mean, I don't know but, if we're going to tie it back to construction, but like that's really what is the most important. And it seems like that's almost how you decided I'm going to make my own board. And I think it's important to understand, like one of the other topics we have is individuality in surfing. And we're not going to lead into that yet. I got a lot to say about the building the boards. But I'm not scared of liking what I like. I'm not scared of not having to do that to be accepted in the lineup, to be accepted at that surf shop. I'm not... I give zero fucks. I am what I am, and luckily, I've developed that within myself before anything. So, so he just, would not been in, uh, influenced by the momentum generation. No, he would. Everybody else would have been riding those little potato chips boards, and he would have been like on a twin fin somewhere. So and, and <laughs> like it's just I don't care. One and seven eighths. You're like yeah, no, I'm, ski? I'm, I'm like <laughs> two and three quarters over here. Well, I mean, I'm pretty open to it all, but I I. I surfed boards based off surfers that I liked, and my friends as well. Like, I looked at the boards they surfed, 
I'm like, these guys are doing shit that I think is cool as fuck because they're cool dudes. They speak highly about these surfers. They're cool dudes. We're all living the same lifestyle. So you come at it from an observer's perspective. I mean, uh, you really do. Like you're, you're, you've seen it, and and you've built this observation pattern over over time in life. Yeah. Well, and it's not just in surfing. Obviously, it's it's all it's into other things. And in that, you've picked up certain things, whether it's through the influences to your friends and yeah. and that that's maybe you've gravitated towards. And at the same time, it's been applicable to what it is that you want to shape. And I, and that was the point that you made a little bit earlier that um, when we were talking off screen that was just like, you know, I make boards according to what it is that I like. And yeah. that like, whether it's a retro board or mini Whatever, Sims yeah. or, or something along those lines, that's what, and, and in a sense, like what this topic is, it entails is a couple different levels of it. You have someone that shaped boards earlier on, doesn't do it as much, but kind of got into it. And what was it that got him into it? Cause it's a little bit of the root of what it is. And what was it that got you into it? What was it that didn't get me into it? And at the same time for all those that might be out there that want to go ahead and try it, whether it's sting repairs or building your own board, what is it that attracts them to that and why? I and think it's the ding repairs that like is a really good entry point into this whole thing. I, I know think that, that sucks. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause uh, why it's labor intensive. Uh, you no, know, but like, it's like this is this is uh, your tool, the thing that you use that you enjoy so much, and you need to take care of it. Yeah. And when you see it get damaged, you're like, I, oh, I love man, it because like, I think it's like magic. It really is. Because what happens is like, this? right? You see this, you see this screw up, whatever it is on the rail, this and that, and you have challenges here and there. And then you just look at it and you just say, well, how am I going to get this back to? exactly what it's supposed to look like right so from the feeling and the shape and where you're saying hey as i'm sanding this rail i can't go too heavy because friction creates heat heat's going to go ahead and burn the fire the resin (laughs) on the other side and how do you learn that through trial and error all of a sudden you're just like you know how how many older boards that i've started with a ding that was like this big and all of a sudden had to fix a rail that was this long it's like i don't understand (laughs) every every area around it keeps on going oh my god glass of backup (laughs) and then and then you come to understand hey I don't ever want to fix an older board because yeah. that's the worst. It is just like constantly fixing a rail and all of a sudden you're like, I'm just going to go ahead and peel this sucker back and fix it and just make a new board altogether. But I think for me, it was like getting started in that little process where you're like, oh, I fixed this. And then you bring it into the water and like when you got out of the water, there's like this little bit of pride. Like, yeah, like I did this correctly and they're like, it's so going to hold. So that I could use this it again. It works. Right. And like I fixed my tool so that I could use it again another day. Right. And then that brings like, you the happiness right. that is surfing. Right. It was like a weird, like, wait, like I can fix my own equipment. I didn't even. I and never then, like, even I, had that. I had, I had wetsuits that. Um, Have you fixed a board before? Of course. Not before shaping board. No. Right. Oh, really? No. That's weird. I mean, it's fiberglass. Like I've worked on boats, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a little I, different. I have little dings. The, on my board well, the resin and the cloth yeah, that they use is different right. I never even Concept considered similar. doing even a good job oh. I was just like I need to get this thing back in the water right. this thing is stupid right. Right. whatever right. Oh. but no, I'm, uh, like, it's I'm, pa- I'm like it's right the patience now it's different you know my approach now obviously I know how to do a thing repair and yeah. I could do it where but it, it wasn't Oh, I'm gonna do it. So that was like my entry point into shaping I was like wait if I could this is stupid do this much I wonder if I could do the whole thing. And then I was like, oh, that board over there is pretty much garbage. Let me strip it down. And I was like, so I ripped off all the glass and I got down to the foam 
and I like remember the smells and I remember the crackling of the glass and I was trying to pull it off and I remember how some pieces stuck to the foam and ripped off more foam and and then I wound up with like this foam cord that was like really too small to even do anything with and then I started like shaping it down into something that I thought it would come into form like a fish, you know, from a, like a longboard or a funboard. I mean, the, what's great is that I've seen a couple of Instagram accounts out there that have to deal with putting old boards t together. I think Frankenheim or Frankenheim. Oh, I've seen stuff like that. that. It's yeah. so cool. Like he really puts the boards, to, like a bunch of different boards together and like makes cool single fins and longboards and whatnot. But like all this wraps into, right? Cause we're sitting here as three different people having three individual kind of approaches to different things, whether it's just the craft of surfing as well as the sport of it. Um, I mean, that plays in itself within our own individualities. Yeah. And within that, how does that transition into our next topic, which is well, the individuality in surfing? Well, it's, I think it, I think it's a big it deal. ties together Sur a little bit. You know? Hang on one second. There's, Last week we talked about dressing like a surfer, right? Which is basically stereotyping surfing as like a singular thing, and I think through that last episode we were like, oh yeah, actually it's really not that at all. And so I think this is almost like a uh, reaction to that topic from right. last week, because there really is uh, and should be recognized more individuality. Because I mean. The three of us are nothing alike. Nope. But we have a meeting. If you notice, Bradley doesn't have the mustache anymore or yeah. the Aloha shirt. <laughs> or neither do I. I don't have the Aloha shirt. I, so I it's think, not Friday. Oh, that's right. You know, you know, Brad, and for me, it all ties together. It's not, it's all one. But it's really difficult to be an individual now. And I said it the last time I was on. It, it's not easy. You know, luckily, I've, I have a big BMX background where I rode BMX from the age of like 14, 13. So I was like 27. What do you mean it's not easy to be an individual? Yeah, I got a, I got a kick in. So I had, a, I had the ability to create a skill, develop a persona based off acceptance in the social circles, travel way beyond social media, way beyond likes, for you know, any type of gratification. I developed, I knew who I was off like, you know, riding BMX. Right. I was in a crew based off on a skill set that I developed on my own. There was nobody saying, that looks good, that looks bad. Right. No, I developed it so through. Natural pecking order, would you say? And uh, just whatever, in, in yeah. Life, like, I I mean... just, so the, I applied that same train of thought. That's why I feel like I, it's like my, my hack to anything that I do. That same fucking like monastic approach to producing as a, a BMXer, I could apply it to anything. I don't matter, like, I don't seek outward. I'm like, I love surfing. I love my friends. My friends surf. Oh, fuck. You're shaping boards? What are you doing? Who do you like? Then it's like, I love X, Y, and Z surfers. Right. So, what are they saying? I'm going to geek out. I'm going to learn about hydrodynamics. Oh, I got all these old crappy ass boards. I can't afford one of his boards. You know, I can't afford a, a Ryan Lovelace. I can't afford a Tyler Warren. I don't even live in California. You know, I kind of go. So I'm like, I can't even afford the shipping. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I got these old boards. I'm going to start. It's, you know, a surfboard is like you're sculpting. It's like, kind of like a sculpture, like right. an art sculpture. Yeah, it's really cool. Absolutely. That's how I look at right. it. I've seen them in Art Basel in marble. So I had an option of doing an, 
to the way it started. Like was. really in marble, or was yeah, it like no, the hay no. and shapes kind of no. like marble kind of looking thing? It was like marble. marble. Yeah, and so. then I actually try to take it like off the rack and feel it up. And then tackled. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not in a surf shop. Sorry, it's like it's an instinct. Sorry, Rudy. No, no. You know the way my buddy was was shaping boards for a solo show he had, Bhakti. And he had the whole setup shaping boards. And I was like, I want to shape a board. Yeah. You know, like, I, 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 so. Mechanical art, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's like in the naive approach. So I shaped a quick fish. It's awesome. <laughs> you losers, you guys are doing this for years and this is all long it took you? I just, like, that was easy. I went over there. He's like, so I had a friend that uh, was doing this installation. He had the turns out. I got <laughs> blasted and I went over there and just shaped a fish. Awesome, you know. Took it to El Salvador. It was, it was like 411. You know, it was yeah. bacalao is what I called it. So the first four I shaved. <laughs> and instantly, the great thing about sculptures that you could actually use, you know what's right and what's wrong. Right. Like, oh, like it became a, a life-saving device, yeah. and you're like, this thing I, you know, is more I need that more, I need more fin, yep. flatter yeah. out the tail, right. maybe a little more nose rocker. This is awesome. I just rode something that I shaped. And, and I did it yes. off, but again, I have a, a background in building stuff, so I, yeah, I could, look at, I could look at this board and say, well, I could shape that. Right. I get close right. enough that I'm not going to see the difference. Right. That I won't feel the difference through make my skill set. So that was the first one. I'm like, well, I'm going to shape a couple more boards, right? Yeah. I'm going to do it right now. Like, I, he's still building boards. I want to do something. I thought of, I had, I'm, being a photographer, I don't just work in commercial or fashion. I do a lot of personal work. I was going to have a show of myself. And I, and I have this couch series called the Davenport series. It's my living room. Thin it down. I was going to set up my living room at this art show. And at this art show, my living room has surfboards. It'd be fun to shape some surfboards for this art show, right. uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so, cookie crumbs. There's cookie crumbs. Because yeah. in everybody's living room, there's cookie crumbs. Yeah. So I, start, so I say I'm going to shape a mid-length, and I'm going to shape a fish. Because those two boards are my favorite. If the mid-length is going to be a hole, which you know, a hole is the opposite of concave. And the fish is going to be a straightforward fish. I want it to be fast. And et cetera. Then I thought about, well, how do I make this? How do I take it another level? So I said, well, I'm going to upcycle boards. I got these old boards. I got a long board. I'm going to turn into the 7-2 the hole. And actually, I did another fish, but the fish that I used, I wanted to go through the process of getting two pieces of foam with the stringer, gluing it together, and going through A to Z the process. I felt like I had to do it. Making a blank. He made yeah. a blank. So, I do the whole stripping out this modern longboard I have. It was like a 9.3 modern. That thing weighed so much. It's taken up so much water. So I just kind of score the rails, rip the glass off it. I already had it. I, I drawn out a good concept of what I liked. And then I added my two cents to that outline. You know, I added a two cents to the rails. Uh, it's a haul, but where do I want it to haul at? And, and then. Same with the fish. I like the fish, not too much rocker. I want it fast, twin, glassed on. And you just go from there. You write it down, and you approach it that way. I know what I would do different if I had to shape those two boards again, which is great. All right, so let me get into that's that part. part. That's yeah. the, that's the, to me, this is like the coolest part. So deciding you to shape a board, yeah, 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 fine, great. Getting all the tools, yeah, good. Uh, going into the shape shop and doing that crap, yeah, it's kind of intense hate yourself you love yourself 
you hate the tools, you love the tools, you screw up, you do great things. But it's not until you actually put the darn thing in the water that (laughs) you really, like, oh my gosh. It's like You fall in love with your boards. Yeah. The connection you have with what you just, especially if they work. Right? Well, that's the thing. All right, so so they Especially don't. They were. So they don't. They don't. If I don't put it in the water and it disintegrates, really awesome. I can tell you. I can tell you straight away because I, we were talking about it earlier is that I've shaved a bunch of boards, none of them work, and I and I know that you've shaved uh, some boards, and I can tell you none of them work. There's a this uh, festival they have up in New York. It's called It Doesn't Not Work. Yeah. And it's a bunch of just like hack shapers that just when is this festival put their stuff like together fun. and it doesn't not work and that's Dude, that's my boards work <laughs> yeah shut up man my boards work it's yeah. it's just like i said before they work for you yeah just like the boards that i have like if i put them under your feet you're in a struggle under my feet like some of these boards are basic magic boards for me and like they're yeah. things that like my brother hacked away at my pants isn't garage. that what it is like if you put someone on uh you know a chris christensen and they've never surfed anything like a chris it's not going to work the same way it would work mm. as a I, I think i think it'll probably work better oh, I think, yeah yeah i think like sure. when you get so good at your craft that like you can make a novice look good on it but that's something that's different levels that's the 20,000 board, 10,000 right. board. Right, but when you have, like, right. me and my brother, like, in a little plastic well, room. Man, I will say some of the Christensen boards, especially the one that I have, this 9.6 is just, like, that thing's the, tough. the dead slide. It, it's got three different spots, and it's, that like, tough. it is it is full-on thought process before. <laughs> like, especially with the kind of, I mean, again, the, the waves we have are tough. Let's not joke that. Let's, I mean, so like using certain craft boards here and crafts, like as great as they are, as amazing of a shaper they are and whatnot. It's like, going to suck so, here. Right. It's just like, oh, so this is meant for something that's going to give me a ride for longer than five seconds. This is why actually building your own surfboard can be better than something you'd find off the rack. I mean, is it expensive? I mean, kind of going back into like building your own surfboard. I, think, I mean, uh, if, you val- well, if you value your own time, yeah. All right, well, it's time, so well, well, expensive. Well, time and our effort, effort is free. So yeah. fine, let's go ahead and just throw that at the door. Uh, it depends. I mean, uh, if this is something cost, you really want to do, so, but like material-wise, time. Material-wise, if, if you put time aside, it probably costs you. Let's say you're gonna buy a blank. Uh-huh. I'm gonna throw in like two, two and change all in. Probably three mm. in change, with glassing. Well, change. yeah, oh. if you throw it out glass. I'm just throwing raw blank, oh, it's not board th- coming at you. Right. Right, so I know you can get a blank for like a buck raw, 80. Raw materials, two no tools, no labor. Oh, uh, wait, there's a tool part. Yeah, God, tools got no a little price. All right, price. so you just... So I, I did it with the team. Don't get know? into it, kids. It's expensive. Just no, come buy your great. surf shop. No, First you, surf shop. We'll just sell you a board. It's much easier. Look, I, I started a shape shop for about 1500 bucks. All tools, um, all the racks. I say under uh, 100 bucks in tools. When there's no hand sanding. swap shop. Oh, if you're ha- if you're hand sanding, yeah, and a sure. planer like hand sanding. A planer. Jeez, what hey, you, a planer is like seventy bucks at Home Depot. Okay. Sixty bucks. I I got the Hitachi Clark foam planer. Uh, I'm talking about the I crappy sixty dollar sure foam. Sure, I got. You still uh, have these? Yeah, I got it all. Dude, let's yeah. whip them out. Let's make I some got, boards. Um, next up, air com- next week, air compressors. Oh wow. To do the paint jobs. Yeah, I, I got the whole thing. I mean, we did like. 20, 30 boards, like production style. We're doing five or 10 at a time. And um, you know what? We're going to get a shaper on here 
We're looking at you, whoever you are that shapes boards. We want you to come on. We want you to talk some more story. Take it to that next level. Yeah, it's hard. It is like easily the hardest thing I've ever done. I have never cursed at my little brother more than we have at each other in that little shape shop. It's this little plastic room and things go wrong so fast. And you're like, when you have a blank where you're like, oh, this is cost $200. And you're like, when you screw up and like the planner goes, Wah! Like, oh, fuck, I didn't want that I, one I can hear that from like the front yard where my brother would be shaping because in the backyard. And I would, I would run in the back and be like, Trevor! And he'd look at me like, oh, you know? And he'd be like, well, I guess this is gonna be Again, a smaller board. coming back to board. the personalities and the different sides of it. Cause looking at Rudy, it seems like he comes out of perspective is like, oh, was that a mistake? We'll just go with it. Dude. Oh my God. Uh, whereas we have someone a little bit more OCD about it. Bradley, That's me. Where it's like, what do you, did you do it 22 sides? Did you get the dragon paper 22 times oh, on that side? Oh, love me some or dragon paper. On the other side? I still got some dragon paper. No, did you, did you, what do you mean you lost count? I get it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a little like that oh too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm really good with that stuff. I could look at it and know. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, you know, for me, it's, it's a labor of love, right? I'm not getting paid for it. And I'm not going to make it a me business. Me neither. I just, <laughs> I, I, I was so happy while I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is, I got music going on. All right, so the drinks in. let's go into oh, the nice. individuality and the serving. So when I started shaving boards, this is a little bit of uh, my individuality and in serving. I decided that um, I was going to start at like the beginning. And, and then I was going to try to move forward. And so when we started shaving boards, I was like, let me try to shape something that was not modern. Because there's no way. I was gonna be able to shape a good modern shortboard. <laughs> I don't have the skills for that. What year was this? 19, no, 90, uh, 2000, 2001. Okay. And so I was like, let's uh, try to shape like right around the shortboard revolution. I was like, I think that point forward, we could probably manufacture boards that were somewhat close. So it seems like if you went for like, late 80s early 90s shaped kind of like tom kern oh, Oculupo type boards might be a little bit easier because it seemed like there was just a lot of foam involved right so and if you go further back than that. Lot, they seemed a lot flatter yeah so most. i was going like 70s through 80s right 1970 basically so it was before the shortboard revolution i was like twin fins single fins that were like cut down to like seven feet six feet i was like huh okay i can get into boards like this and it turned out that those boards worked really, really well for me because I was not that great a surfer and I was surfing crappy waves all the time. Front foot surfer or back foot surfer? I'm definitely a front foot surfer. Front foot surfer. Good to know, I'm just saying. So uh, we started shaving boards like in that realm. It was like, let's try to go from this point in time forward. And we got to like basically that time in what you were saying, like the uh, almost like right before momentum. And I was like, yeah, that's enough. I was like, these boards work for me. So like single fins, twin fins, shortboard revolution time. Those are the boards that work for me because they're like bigger, right. foamier, yep. more float. Yep. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I started riding the modern shortboard. Like, you know, I had other people shape um, boards for me and stuff. And I could do okay on those. But when like I really come back to like my style of surfing, it's from older boards. And like that individuality like comes out. Like even if I, I surf like a shortboard, like I'll do a knock kneed bottom turn just cause I don't know how to do it any other way if the wave 
it like allows this for board's it. feeling real soulful so i'm just gonna throw a soulful bottom turn into it not because of any other reason than that's what the board's saying for me to do that's a I wave it. and it's just like I, i'll put that into uh a board that maybe shouldn't have it just because like that's my like natural my reaction right in surfing i was like oh let me go back to this point and like let me come forward and i kind of stopped right in that weird period um, because I, I can't ride those momentum area boards. Well, I mean, back then, I mean, they were they were doing super skinny boards. They were like maybe 17 and three quarters wide Fuck, by man. one and seven eighths thick, but they were long. They were like six sixes and six eights, and they were full like super like glass slipper on the front, like right. entry rocker, and just, I mean, I mean, it, it just, it was a lot different, you know? Charging. And uh, And now everything's much shorter, much wider, much fuller from nose to tail, rail to rail. And so, you know? You, when I watch you surf, like, I think you surf unlike pretty much anybody I know out there. It's not a good thing. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a good thing or it's a bad thing. It's just you are your own surfer. Like, right. You That's, surf uh, generally like longer boards or right. mid lanes. Um, well, we should all be our own surfers. And right. it's it, like, I, I, I think you have your own style. And I don't right. know where in God's name it came from. I still don't either but I mean, it, it's it's kind of like easy to see like if i'm like walking across and even like it's backlit and, and that, i can't really and see funny. faces because, i'd be like oh that's good i've totally been able to from surfline being able to watch surfline and just kind of check it out see someone catch away i'm like oh that's so and so that's so and so and you're right that totally speaks yeah. to the individuality of surfing and how we approach everything whether it's waves or anything else it's just your perspective and again i think that's what what draws all of us to surfing is that like Again, it's like this is mine. I own this in a sense of my own little world of what I do. This this is just how I see it and how I perceive it and how I release into it. And everyone has got theirs. I mean, that, I mean, granted, I, there's a little bit more for someone else and here and there, and that's right. the beautiful that's the beauty of the world and life. But and it's so hard like to that, critique that sort of like individuality because uh, when you look at yes. it, when you look at it like on a uh, on a wave, you're like, oh, I would have done this or I would have done that. It's like, yeah, right. You have no idea. What, if, what about the board that you're riding? Uh, what that about, is like, such a future topic, going into wave pools, boards, and nah, how, I, I how we're going to be critiquing all of that. I don't think we have enough individuality in a lot of different mediums. For the, Yeah, like, if you come out here on any good day, everybody looks the same. There's a handful of guys that you really? can... Really? Yeah, my perspective. There's a handful of guys that approach it a certain way that say, well, I'm going to surf over here, or... I'm going to pick this board for here. It's like anything else. Like we're super tribal. We're, nobody's thinking outside the box. It's not, sure, there are exceptions in our circle. I'm There's a reason think, why we're here, all three of us. I'm trying right. to think about There's it. There's a reason for that. But okay. I mean, it, it, that kind of lends into that l third and last topic that we got going on in regards to supporting brands. But uh, I think it's all from individuality to pick supporting brands, even considering the fact of shaping your own board, or, or surfing different boards, not just, you know, that board because that guy's surfing it and whatever, you know, you're like, oh, you know, who do I want to support? Right. Are you, the, are you the sheep or are you the goat? Yeah. And I'm lucky, or let's just say we are lucky that we could even have these topics because people aren't thinking like this. I, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever, I look great. But I no I, write, write us. Tell us, are we yeah, right? Are we wrong? I, I Is he right? Is he wrong? There's a lot of people that don't develop. They get stuck in a certain headspace, and that's fucking it. 
That's, this is the only thing they know, and you know. That's probably true. Fucking repeat, you know, oh, rinse cool. and repeat, rinse and repeat, and they follow the same people, and they're all fucking idiots. Oh, and they're all, I, I, that's not a nice thing to say because. No, I, but it's the truth. A lot of these guys like, don't. You don't have don't to be an idiot develop. just to. Th- here, but here. you can consciously. I'm gonna lean into it. You can consciously it. allow that to be that that's your being. You're, sure. That's what but you're I'm cool just saying, with. without proper development, you get a lot of sheep, and these people. Don't come up with their own perspectives. Have the same arguments. Usually the people that argue on the lineup, look around who's yo-broing on a lineup. Just to, and, then, and then think to yourself, <laughs> yo who is around that person that yo-bros on a lineup? What's yo-bro? Yeah, I'm just joking around. But think about who lends itself to arguing about who's what or what's where. And then correlate. Mm, God, even I know Napoleon I could go ahead and bring so. up a whole new topic no, on this one. No, but it, 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 the, the, it, an individual or someone who comes up with their own ideals in their head, it's not gonna be that fucking serious about shit. It's, it's gonna be more relaxed. It's a dude who gets it a little better, who's a little more sensitive to topics and things and brands and whatever. It's the people who don't really think, <laughs> they get a little apish. That's my perspective. Well, that, I mean, I, I think that goes, it's cultural within surfing. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is, I mean, we are tribes in a sense, and within tribes, right, there's that cultural part where there's a beating of the chest and the beating of the drum, so to speak, whether it is to, uh, for the onslaught of waves to come, yeah. or whether it's that person that's leaving town that you say, mm-hmm. thank you, you're the sacrificial lamb that's bringing us waves, mm-hmm. yeah. or it's exactly that. It's a beating of chest in the water and saying, I'm this person and I'm that person, and uh, hear me roar, so to speak. Yeah. Um, um, there is that individuality that's all in it and uh, you know it's it's the beautiful part of what it is that we are attracted so to democratic. surfing is the, is the individuality in it no, and I it, mean like, look at like the busting down the doors kind of stuff right I mean right. that yeah. was I mean in surfing back in the day that was right. a Big well, you had you had deal. well, bust, and if you're referring to busting down the doors of the, the movie in the, of the '60s and these guys of the Aussies coming to Hawaii yeah. and kind of doing all that, I mean, yeah, absolutely. There was in Hawaii. There, it's it's you know you know they surfing is out, precious. Like, it's right. it's like it's a it's a it's a way of of of, of ancestry of just royalness uh-huh. to be part of the ocean to be able to share in this thing of surfing. And Aussies were looking at it back then, just like I want to no. fucking rip the bag off the top mm. of this wave right now. Right. I just want to like and they kill were, it and approach it with such a right. Aggression and such competitiveness, and is and what and, and, they were and like, it was we're, we're here, we're gonna do that. And right. all the Hawaiians were like, Hey, oh, bro, hey, bro, that's not that's not how we do it, break it down a little, yeah, you know? yeah, and, like, and 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 it was by uh, you see that both so still rich in our cultural surfing history is that you have the aggressive competitive side approach to it and yeah. then you also have the holistic natural uh-huh. you know it's a very, very mana surf yeah. kind of put to it and it'll always have that dichotomy in regards to you have like i mean you have matt archbold christian fletcher that were just fucking they're just like this of surfing right they're the rock and roll they are the the motorhead the ace of spades yeah but they weren't surfing. like they were and then you have, I mean, you're having like Donovan's, yeah, and yeah, and you're, you're you know, Joel Tudors and, and Rama Tudors that are just like, you know, just looking at the curves of, of a wave and trying to figure out. More, and your Dave yeah. Rostoviches that yeah. just like, really, your Derek Hine, you know, and just realize that just right, of, the the connection that goes into it, and, and none those of them are all individuals, and none of them are right or wrong. Yeah. yeah, they're all beautiful approaches to the same thing that we love and we enjoy. I like, you know, I think even like a, the more. Uh, kind of black and white version of that is in female surfing 
So mm-hmm. we have like your Kialis, who is like, I'm gonna charge chopes. Yeah. I'm gonna get like Pioneer for I'm her. Gonna, I'm gonna like get thrashed over right. the reef and wind yeah. up with like staples in my head. Yeah. And then you almost lose an eye. Yeah, I mean, that's like a totally other kind of surfing on the female side. And then you had stuff that was just like chicks' butts in reef ads for so long. Right. Uh, that, like the there we start talking. The raw with chicks we butts. start talking. <laughs> we start going into industry and, call, and, and but cultural it's roots. The individualism, uh, I think that. I think we're talking about different things in individual individuality in surfing. We're talking about that high. We got the commercial so, side, right? Because yeah, and to get to that level, you are an individual. You're actually a trendsetter. You're setting. Right. You're making culture from Kelly Slater's. And you don't have to, to be famous to do that. Uh, you you don't, don't have to have a million followers or no. even a thousand followers oh, to I'm be saying, able to. But that's a trickle down effect. What's, what's difficult for people is to see that and not just completely try to emulate that. It's difficult for people to see that, value that, and then figure out who they are within their craft. I think that's the hard part where you say like, oh, I think individuality in surfing is that I, I question it at our level. Like, who is an individual? Can you really determine? Is there more individuals than not? I don't think so. Not too many people are saying, like, not too many people are in their backyard shaping boards from where you're from. Like, I don't know. Yeah, or not too many people are like, oh, I'm going to open a surf shop and do it and don't do it. Pursue it. <laughs> <laughs> And there's I a reason even, why there's nobody around me. <laughs> there's, even, there's a reason even, I stopped shaving boards, too. Even for supporting brands. Like, I don't think a lot of people sit down and say, oh, well, I like Visla. Let's do get I into like that. No, so yeah. this is our next topic is supporting brands. Why would you support one brand over another? Why would you support a brand at all? Do you support brands? Well, like I was saying, like a lot of people... Pick a brand based off a surfer they like, and that's what brands want you to do. Yeah. Brands are like, well, people are going to look at budget. this guy, so let's give him a bunch of shit and pay him, and then the masses are just going to flock to that. And but so, why? But why? Why tribal. surfers and why because is we're it tribal? Well, but in and a we sense, don't think and there's well, no what, individuals. In that marketing scheme, so to speak, in regards to go, taking a free surfer and, and taking him to a place and allowing him to just go ahead and just have rain mm. and, and capturing those images and, and attaching it to the board short that he's wearing. You're saying or why, the hat that, Well, why do they do that? Why is it part of it? Because obviously we are trying to. Uh, well, the industry, in a sense, is trying to go ahead and attach a cultural and or emotional connection of what it is that the, what is happening, right? You're punting this air. You're going nuts. I mean, it's why everyone's going to have that board, and, right? And because monetize it's make it, them do right? that move. And I think well, they should. But, but not only they, that, but aside monetizing, they're just they're connecting the dots for people in a sense yeah. like that. They're saying, well, listen... Because it's really what all these brands are doing. They're telling a campfire story of whatever it, of whatever it is that affects them or influences them. And it comes out in the product that they go ahead and produce, yeah. um, whether it's Visla or well, Rourke or this company. And so they're organizing the tribes uh, for you. Almost. No, no, but, uh, or, uh, because I've noticed that for years in being in the surf retail industry, there were people that certainly gravitated. Before a lot of the smaller brands came up, they said, I'm a Vulcan person. I'm an O'Neill person. I'm a Quicksilver person. And I've seen this uh, up and down the coastline and that someone would go to the shop and they're just looking for just, they can walk by 
right. some cool pairs of board shorts that are O'Neill or Quicksilver, but because they've already identified themselves with Volcom, they say, I'm going to buy Volcom pairs right. of board shorts or Quicksilver. And there's a reason for it. It's, it's that they, story. The brand right. stands for something in right. their head. But that, right. That's what I mean. And I think as, it's super important. And uh, I think we live in the best times ever for this. That if there's any brand that's not holding up to their own, you could call it bullshit. I think as a consumer, consumer is way smarter and has way more yeah, options. Yeah, so now. I pick Absolutely. a brand that I'm like, you want to know what? These guys are supporting the right people right. for the right reasons, right. and they're fair with their prices. Wow, my local surf shops—they're—they're they're like supplying my local surf shop. These guys. But it's that not, in itself is also the, the, the challenge as a surf shop because there's there's always been two type of shops. There's your local surf shop, boutique kind of stuff, your yeah. local person that really carries the flavor of the local community and, and kind of and has that responsibility on their shoulders. Yeah. And at that point, any brand that is being showcased in their store, it is a, it is a direct relation yeah. between that shop and the brand to say, this is who we support and why. And, I think and then you the could people tell. that support those shops in turn support some of those brands as well. I think you could tell now more than ever. You could say, okay, why do I like those? Oh, fuck, look what they do. Look how they give back. Look how they're a part of the community. These guys are sick. Now, they're, not, they're not running off ones and zeros. They're not on paper having some sort of fucking board meeting making decisions. They make a decision, then they give it to the board meeting. Hey, this is what we're doing, make it work. And that's how, I that's how we should all approach things. Fuck, these guys are, these guys are the I, real deal. These I, guys I will say that there are a larger, like, I mean, this whole Quicksilver Billabong acquisition yeah. that's come together. You know, so many people. Oak Tree, big business. O Oak Tree Capital has kind of been there and kind of made this happen. But, you know, as a, as a former employee of Quicksilver, mm -hmm. over about six years or so, that, you know, being in the retail world with them, you know, I'd always bled red because they were culturally such a rootsy kind of company, just like Billabong. Yeah. You know, uh, they'd been around forever and there was uh, a connection that I had to them and that when I worked for them that I hope to share in the way of Aloha and Ohana um, with all the people that came and visited our stores. Um, and granted, naturally, as sometimes being a publicly traded company has it and you have to appease so many shareholders, your direction goes a certain way. And a lot of people that are core to the root or the brand kind of gravitate somewhere else. And at me as a retailer, mm -hmm. I hadn't carried Quicksilver before because I was like, yeah, well, I'm not going to battle you over in other distribution chains yeah. that you have to go through because you're publicly traded. But all that's changed as of recently. So it's interesting to see yeah. where Billabong and Quicksilver are going to take their whole program now that they're not at that level anymore and they're saying you know what we're recognizing that the core of what our brand was about was what got us to this point why not return to where that's at and capitalize on that and that's kind of why we've teamed with people like Visla, where yeah. Paul Naldi of Visla is just he's gotten it he gets it and he's he's tapped into it and we're Paul, just like I want to shoot your stuff <laughs> I'm gonna reach out I want to shoot your stuff buddy so, you know, that, that, but that is, um, that is part of the support in brands, right? We kind of go to it and we say, what is your backstory? What, I mean, yeah. surfers are some of the best campfire storytellers ever, okay. you know? I mean, look at us. We're over an hour right look now. We Rourke can keep is, going for Rourke another hour. doing with all their small stories that you get to read. Right. That thing is sick. Right. You, know, you read their stuff, you're like, how great. I can't believe they're supporting these guys to travel and write about and take photos. 
I don't know. Pop, like, this, I, we live in I, the best times ever. I think so. We I live agree. in the best times and, ever, and, especially and we, for the we, small shops. So that's why it's really, I think, like it's important to, to show the brands that you do enjoy what yeah. they're doing. Look, Thank You Serving is a brand. Yeah. I like when people come up to me or send we me all messages and say, hey, I oh, like yeah. when you did this. Or I don't like when you did this. Or, hey, could you do more of that? That's like, that's that's the stuff that... that I, and I think we and, should and do it, it to other people that we like to. Yeah. Surfers, people you admire, brands. Every, just reach out to them. Just be like, thank you. Well, that's a, I, when that's I a big part of thing you surfing. I mean, you guys really it's nailed just, a great key phrase. It's like and word all, and branding all together. I'm like, yeah. thank you, surfing. There's just oh, so much man. gratitude that you can give out to so many different people that make uh, your life better, your yeah. whole this worldly experience it's better. tough and it could man. be a shaper it's tough for it could all be of a us. brand it could be a surf forecaster like duh like chicky i mean you make everyone's life better you yeah. do you know you really do um even with all your crazy eminem lyrics i think no but not we're living in the best times ever we're able to really dive into things and like oh these guys are cool these guys because before I mean, it's, it's a lot if, more organic before even before social media i didn't know who you were because of social media, you get a kind of like a, an understanding of what your product is doing. And therefore, I could say, yeah or nay. Where if, you didn't, if we didn't have social media, I wouldn't know. So you have no, well, definitely you, you have the ability reach. to support the right people based Absolutely. on Absolutely. I, I mean, when I first heard about Bradwell's, it was on Dade Co. Surf. Mm. And it was because what, Scott was leaving from doing the reports and you were going to start doing reports. Uh -huh. And I was like, dude, this guy's got to be on, like, the major guy, like, for these guys to go ahead and pass it on. He's coming from over here. And I right. thought you were way older than what you really were. <laughs> so part of me was really kind of intimidated a little bit because oh, I'm like, shit. oh, this guy. And then I saw him meet him. I'm like, this guy's a character just like me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he's not older. He's younger than me. I'm just like, I got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, it, but it's been a serendipitous in a sense with – um, even, I mean, Rudy, you and I haven't known each other for a long yeah. time either, but the, the st organic, um, attraction that people have to a surf shop in regards to it being a lighthouse, if you will. And yeah. more so being here in Miami beach where we lack good, a lot of surf. Good dudes. Well, that's the brand that you put out. Uh, right. Well, it's, it's, well, we try to make it like real inclusive. If you guys weren't good dudes, they wouldn't be here. Right. It's, I support the right people. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm that. like, oh, these guys are like-minded dudes, like-minded dudes meet there. I'm going to go whatever way that I could give back. I'm going to give back because right. you guys keep the right fire. And that's alive. one of the things that we're proud about is trying to like, and it's just a that, natural that's, thing that's for us. That, right. That's, but that's, us. that's not like, if you guys don't know surf shops, that's not normal. Yeah. Um, well, well, it should be. Surf shops out there looking yeah, at you. Make, a lot of, make it normal. A lot of surf shops are kind of weird when you walk They're in. They're fucking weirdos. They, they make it really hard to support the, them as a brand. Right. I think you guys do a really good job of like inviting everybody in. And like when someone walks in, whether they're like a tourist from Milwaukee or a surfer that like wants to drop off the keys, it's like the same exact thing. It's like, hey, what's, what's happening? Up? Like, welcome. Like, what, what can we do for you? And like I, I saw Brandon before, like giving like restaurant recommendations. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's kind of what you we know, pitch like, to these guys is like, you know, we're kind of concierges to our neighborhood. We're an ambassador of our local community. We're ambassador and not that's as why, just a shop. If you guys were here, I'd probably move. Aww. But it's pretty. It's like <laughs> in we live in. We're in South Beach, Miami. Miami. Like there's very few things left here in this area that are 
runs like this. Right, and that are worthwhile supporting. You know, they get a good sense of what you're about. So first surf shop, which you can see right above my head right here. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of those places that you want to support because it's a brand that stands for something that whatever it is, like it's hard to identify exactly, but you're behind that. Yeah. And, and, And for, at least for me, it's like two local guys that are in the scene, that have been in the scene, that are just two normal guys that are trying to provide stuff that we all need. Yeah. And, and actually, it's actually probably cooler than I can imagine in my own head because they, they curate oh. the shop in a certain way where I'm like, oh, yeah, if I wore all that stuff, I'd probably look cooler than I do. Yeah. And they have ding repair stuff right. and wax, well, which is and, what and I really come in for. And, and for us, that's always been that challenge to like, I mean, coming into our 10th year, it's just like, it's like, how do we keep the community still engaged how and like and we constantly move product around so that it just looks fresh Keep for the, the most part the product is like the, the least third thing <laughs> of what you guys really provide well that's good i i mean but buy the product it helps i mean <laughs> that's i mean that's what everyone like keeps coming back for but it's more about like a like you said like it's like a lighthouse or like a yeah, a, yeah. a landmark that you you pass by and like Renee said the other day when he came by, he was like, yeah, when I come here, like it feels like home yeah. yes. and like a surf shop as a brand, if it feels like home, I think you guys are doing a good thing. Well, and I, I'm so excited that we have new blood like Jovan and Brandon that work for us. Right. That we grew up around here. That, that feeling. Right. More businesses. That get to extend the, a little is, bit of what right? we were about. More businesses need to buck up. If you're going to run a business, be a part of the community. If not, fuck off, dude. I, I'm tired of people pussyfooting things. The fact is, we're As losing. Just, no, just we're losing. Involved. We're losing that type of. Just that type of human by well, the fucking second, dude. But those are the kinds of brands that you. Support. I hope it comes back. I hope this is just look, like when you look, we're gonna even out. When you I'm said, sorry to be so. When you brash. said Visla, why did you say Visla? Because you're like, oh look, they're doing stuff with they're creators. They're doing the right shit, yeah. right? And you mentioned another brand that was like that you supported because they are supporting certain things. Yeah. And locally, the surf shops around you, if they're not supporting the right things, tell them. Be like, look, I want to buy wax from you. I want to buy a board from you. I want to buy wetsuits from you. But like, would you do a little something with the Surfrider Foundation locally? Would you maybe uh, go talk about surfing rights on the beach by us at the commission meeting? Would you get involved with like merchant issues? Like, you guys are crazy with this yeah. stuff. Like, you guys are like all up in like the business community here. You held yeah. like a chamber of commerce meeting at a surf shop. Sure. And I mean, the chamber of commerce at Miami beach is yeah. big business. We're talking about hotels that make millions and millions of dollars. This surf shop uh, to date, <laughs> we don't to date has not yet made millions of dollars. Help us. Yeah. You know, like this is the kind of stuff that <laughs> you should be supporting. This is the brands that you should get behind. And when you see that someone doing something right, let them know. Yeah, you know. Well, we're like, yeah. we're thank we're thankful for the community support. We honestly are, and we wouldn't have made it this far. And and I think it's I think it's emulating a lot of what life is about. Like you don't do anything by yourself. I think you know we all have our individuality and in being able to progress in whatever it is that we want to do personally that passionately moves us. But at the end of the day, like we don't get there by ourselves. There yeah. are plenty of people and there are plenty of things around us and plenty of variables that add to that allowing to happen. Right. You know. Um, and we've we've made such a great night of tonight with all these topics. We're kind of no, pushing an hour like, and a half already. Something just came up to mind. You know when uh, people came up with that whole idea with like companies are people too. Oh yeah, 
they, Mitt it, Romney. Didn't he say that once on his? What? Uh, yeah. Come, 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 oh, yeah, no, Mitt Romney totally said it was and like it, and it was And it was a tax issue that he was referring to. But I think like in terms of local business what about and, the people? and supporting brands, people yeah, like first shop are people too. Right. And especially like Rudy are people too. You know, like he's a photographer, like support him. I have this surfing thing that I started, like support it. Why not? Yeah. Like, I'm or not, not if you don't like it. If you don't it. like, sure, but, yeah, like, absolutely. But you know, like, force you to support anything. Do yourself a favor and like get behind what you're actually behind. Yep. Because uh, the more that you push that, the more that initiative grows, and the more that that grows, the more that you're actually stamping your place in this world. In a sense, you're kind of drawing a line in the sand. You're saying, "No, I believe in this. I want right. this, and I do." Like, yeah, we have that power to go ahead and say, "I like this. I don't like this. I want this in my life. I don't want just this." Give in it my a life. little bit of thought. Don't just right. Don't Absolutely. just fucking sheep around. But here's we're, the, we're tribal, and we get, do your research, do your due diligence. So like, I went to Publix, and all of a sudden they were counting this new brand of olives oh, shit. that I really like. And I was like, they were wow. counting them. They're carrying them. Oh, okay. It, it was new on the shelf. And I was like, I, I eat mean, a lot of olives. I, yeah. I love olives. You like olives. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So Italian. Uh, what's that? Yeah. Sicilian. Half or how much? Sicilian and Spanish. Are you? Yeah. So, um, he's single women. He's single. <laughs> Makes a mean burrito. Taco. I make a mean everything. He has a good view. Lives in the sand. Likes long walks on beaches. Wait, this is Bradley hour right now. Multiple businesses. Wink, Multiple wink. Businesses. A so Tinder profile smooth. be forthcoming. <laughs> but the, the point was that I saw these olives come up on the shelf and I was like, I'm buying every single jar of these olives. He's not obsessive compulsive. Because I wanted, I wanted Publix to know that I supported their decision <laughs> to distribute this new brand. It's fine, ladies. That's not a crazy act. That's not, I, I, it's I not think that's crazy. what it's about. And so, like, if you see your local surf shop, pick up a brand that you like, go buy a pair of chunks. Don't be like, hey, those are cool and not buy them. Buy them. Yeah. If you see a new buy board a on the rack, photos. buy it. <laughs> if you see Rudy's photos and you, and you think they're cool, don't just sit there and say, like, that's cool. Buy, buy it. it. Show them. them. What's your, what, did we your say band. what your Instagram was so that uh, they could follow you? Rudy Dubois. That's it. And then, can Rudy we, Dubois. I mean, D-U-B-O-U-E. D-U-B-O-U-E. Thank you. It'll be thank on thankyousurfing.com. We'll have awesome. a little link. You thing. really do have such epic photos. I mean, uh, they're yeah. just that. like I was Amazing just talking stuff. to someone else before. It's it's kind of stuff that you like. It is so subconscious, the mm. thoughts that come of it. Like you, you see it and there's so many routes that your uh, brain can go on when you look at it. But they're so simple. Yeah. And I communicate and a, a lot of, of right. emotions. And it's just, there's, just, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a simple humanness to it that, um, that I appreciate personally. Yeah. So, Rudy, incredible photographer. Right. Uh, Bradley, let's wrap this up. A fun surfer to hang out. It's been out a long with. night. I love you guys. Oh. But there's oh, a dog. Oh. It's getting like that. You got an emotion. Call ah. Group hug, you guys. Romancing. Classic uh, Marie. So. Yeah, here we go. Um, here we are. We're thanks, thanks for supporting yeah. uh, this podcast. Thanks for we're on number on, twelve guys. already. We're Thank obviously you. Thank you for we're still doing on. this because Super we're fun. getting some feedback from you guys that says, "Hey, don't knock the we mic over." Mic. <laughs> uh, That's what you so guys are saying. Tell your friends if you guys enjoy this stuff. Um, like we we're saying, support support the brand. This is a yeah. brand, I guess now. So uh, and they should subscribe. Yeah. Oh, subscribe to the YouTube thing. Um, Look at yeah. us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Oh, on LinkedIn, if you're a professional. Uh -huh. we're, all, we're also Got on LinkedIn. Can I, can I add this to my LinkedIn? Yeah. Ladies, yeah. he has a Tinder. I mean, because uh, I keep on getting I, hits, I, and I realize I haven't updated in like 
eight years. Yeah, we'll get on that. And um, I don't know what that is. Rudy, thanks so much for joining yeah. us tonight. Thanks so for good. having me, guys. Caleb. Caleb. Caleb in the background. Is this tomato, tomato. Is it Caleb? Caleb? Because I won't be like DJ Caleb. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, out. Thanks for being behind making Woo. this all happen. We'll Bradley, see you guys walk us out here next week. That was great, guys. Later. Thank you again. Yeah. Thank you.